Welcome, everybody, to a very, very special episode of Blindsided, When Nature Calls. Uh, we decided we're just going to record in the Gordon household today, so we have a full house. On a very special full house. We've got my wife, Adrian. We have Davy G, Barry 1.0. We have Mike Walker from The People's Proof. We have... Scott Branson and his better half, Carol, who's very festive today because she's all about America. Uh, Joe and his wife, Karen. We've got Rue the dog. We've got COVID Barry 2.0 uh, calling in. How you feeling, Barry? I feel pretty good. Yeah. I feel pretty good that you're over there and we're over here. <laughs> um, so we are recording on July 4th, so I appreciate everybody coming here. Um so I wanted to start off with some fun facts. I got fun facts. Do you? Go ahead. Well, this will work out well. So first of all, um, <clears throat> because this is probably the biggest, most freedomist episode ever. Uh, somebody's phone is doing a number. Hold on a second. Somebody's farting. Uh, it's better. Nope. It does sound like somebody's phone. Robot farts. Oh, well, somebody, somebody's phone is making farting noises. Anyways, um, I do have some fun facts because today is probably, I mean, we feel as free as we ever felt before in America. <laughs> I think we can all agree that. And Right, ladies? Right, ladies? <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are aware of a famous Lee Greenwood song. I have a problem with the lyrics. The Mississippi Squirrel Revival? Uh, I'm thinking of something a little different. Yeah, Stevens. You know, you know, I'm a big stickler on lyrics and when they don't make sense. Yes. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I've worked for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife, I thank my lucky stars to be living here today because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Right, ladies? And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. Oh, fair, fair point. And I'd gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Okay. Got some problems with those lyrics these days. I don't know what it is. I, I, Can I just tell you when I, that song first came out? I think it was like in the 80s, early 90s, maybe. I'd say 80s. I was thinking to myself, man. This would make such a better national anthem than that old crappy national anthem we have. Like I was wanting somebody to make a petition to have that be a character. Recorded November 1983, released yep. 84. There we go. And in hindsight, I'm glad nobody listened to me. Yeah, probably not. What, Anyways. What's the Toby Keith one where he talked about dropping bombs? Hold on, I got that on my Apple Music. Give me yeah, a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean the one? Ass, it's the American way. Yeah. Didn't that, like, get the Dixie Chicks canceled? Yes. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now they're just the chicks, right? Chicks. Yeah. yeah. They, they fooled everybody. <laughs> Nobody realized it's really them. I got this great new band called The Chicks. They've got some great music out. What do you think, Adrian? Lyrics okay for you? Um, 
I missed the conversation. Uh, of course. Oh, hey, oh, she was, she was either line. charging her phone, getting a drink, or on Facebook. Thank you. No, she's not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, no, she's not on Facebook anymore. Still post three times more than I do. Correct. All right. This isn't about Adrian today, though. This is about America and our love for America and recording on July 4th. There are some good things about America. I mean, name one. Uh, anyone? Want to go? Can, can I go back to the lyrics first? So yes. this is um, related to the um, Pledge of Allegiance. I was at an event recently and somebody, as they were saying it, you know, how it ends with in liberty for all. Um, this person said in liberty for some. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. actually, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Welcome to the all new blindsided. Anyways, I had some fun facts uh-huh. because I know a lot of people are pointing to the founding fathers as we got to we got to stick to what the founding fathers wanted, even though that was, oh, I don't know, 300 odd years ago. And uh, they were really young and uh, they did lots of things like fun fact. Back then, they thought that tobacco smoke enemas would be a good use to reviving drowning victims, which is where you get the expression. He's blowing smoke up your ass. Huh. So we should probably get back to that, right? Sounds reasonable. Barry, do you think maybe your COVID could have been cured with a quick blow of smoke up your ass? It's worth a try. Um, I I do have another fun fact that I found out when I I got COVID, which is that you cannot cough and pee at the same time. Wow, that's a good fun fact. I'm going to put that to the test later. Um, Also, coughing for two days straight is an amazing ab workout. (laughs) <laughs> i bet uh did you know that ben franklin bathed without water he called it taking air baths how'd that work for him he just went around in the air and said i'm clean now did he just mind bathing or like did he like just roll around dirt i don't know no he he went he just went naked outside and was like clean so maybe we'll get back to that you know, if you think about it, most of those portraits, most of them do look kind of dirty. Yeah. He was Sweaty, dirty. Real dirty. All greasy. He was dirty, man. They weren't wearing a wig. Well, you had to drink beer all the time. Like lightweight beer because the water wasn't safe. Exactly. So Karen, that's exactly why <laughs> they were I all drunk. It. That's why Joe's drinking truly. Because <laughs> I'm truly proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another fun fact, George Washington said, I don't expect the constitution to last more than 20 years. Do you think he was thinking ahead? Like maybe there are things in the future that, right. (laughs) All right. This is one of my favorites because it applies to a lot of things. Dr. Benjamin Rush treated yellow fever by, by making people forced to, to vomit and bloodletting, of course. So I would expect people to start getting back to some more forced vomiting and bloodletting in the near future. And finally, our great George Washington broke his promise to free his slaves. Okay. I don't want to make it all about hating on America because, I mean, I am glad to be here. It could be somewhere else where I have less rights, but... I'm worried about the rights of some other people around here. That's all. You ever wonder if Canada feels like they're living above a crack house right now? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, I would try to make it fun. 
because I want to keep it light. And I, I'm always Andy. I've always told these guys, let's not make it about politics. So I apologize. Uh, Dude, but, you are licking the third rail. Just like <laughs> I told you Thursday, you are licking but, that third rail. But I did it in a fun way, right? Aha! Okay. All right. Whatever. What's everybody else got? Well, I do have a couple fun facts. Independence Day. What do you think the male to female injury ratio is for fireworks? Oh, <laughs> Oh. 10 to 1. 17 to 1. 92 to 8. I was at 10 to 1. Um, I'm going like 20 to 1. It is actually, I don't know the ratio, it's 66% male injuries to 34% female. I was surprised there's as much female injury ratio as there would have been. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought but, it was they're like, probably getting shot by the men. Yeah. What percentage of fireworks are imported from China, oddly enough? All of them. 99%. Except for down the road here in Hudson. Down the road. American made. We're the 1% yeah. one here in Hudson? Of course. <laughs> Hudson's the 1%. Wow. Adrian just said she's a one percenter. <laughs> Did you know that the Star Spangled Banner is actually written to a melody from a, a British shrinking song? Yes. Do you know the name of it? No. To Acreon, to Acreon in heaven. And I googled what it, and I was the song, and it is the Star Spangled Banner. Mm, can you sing it for us now in the original lyrics? I can hum it. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that is so good. <laughs> Quite the hummer, there, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What you say? Uh, and then more beer is consumed on Independence Day than any other holiday. That does not surprise me. It took over Memorial Day not too long ago. Take that, Memorial Day. Yeah, you suck, Memorial Day. Those are some good fun facts. Thank and you. You know what I'm thinking? We, we really need a theme song for fun facts. Barry, while you're sitting there uh, possibly dying of COVID, could you write one? Thanks. Yeah. Before you die, please. <laughs> yeah, just before you die. And if you die, uh, what would you like at your funeral? We were talking about uh, America and how great it is. And I I was just reading that the Texas Republican Party has drafted legislation proposing a ban on oral and anal sex. Hmm. To which my my wife replied, maybe Republicans aren't so bad after all. (laughs) (laughs) I always say the problem with those bills is that the people... Uh, who want them and who support them are usually the ones guilty of doing it. So it's it's more of the do as I say, not as I do policy. It's always like the senator who's against gay people who gets caught in like some gay club, right? Yep. <laughs> I, 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 I figure you're a fun fact to him right, right there. Yeah, I'm working on it. Good, good. <laughs> um, what else do people have? I got some stuff. I, I I just want to understand how could anybody be against oral sex? Like that's that's just unnatural. Un-American. Un-American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is oral sex? <laughs> Anyone? What's this world sex you're talking about? Yeah. World sex rules. <laughs> uh, I did have some yarnas for America.
Hot dogs. Yar nah. Yar. Nah. Yeah, but gotta be kosher. Gotta be. Yeah. We'll say yeah. Yar if they're boiled. It's, it's That's right. On people's proof. Yar if they're boiled. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm yar if it's grilled. Yeah. 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 Grilled. Yeah. Right. Apple yeah. pie. Not boiled. Apple pie. Yeah. 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 Specify apple pie. Um, not store bought. Obviously, it's no, the no, kind. The, the, the apple good or the moonshine. Uh, just regular. Yard but, both. But yeah, right. <laughs> but the kind that's hanging out on a windowsill and the smoke is like turning into a finger that's oh, telling yeah. someone to come hither. That's right. That's the kind I like. With like, ice cream or without? Uh, I like it with. Yeah. With. With cheese on top. I was gonna ask cheese. if anybody did that. Did you ever experience that? In no. They say it's a southern thing, but I've read in the history. It's not. It's it's more of a British kind of New England got to southern thing. I always really? put cheese on my apple pie. Fun fact: I grew up putting applesauce in my mac and cheese. People thought that was weird. Isn't that basically I Google? Concur. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> we just got to bring it around to Judaism. So well, isn't that show, isn't right? it Google like pasta with apples in it? No, it's it's uh, uh, cream oh. cheese. Joe, right huh? and sugar. I didn't grow up Jewish. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went to church Thursday and Saturday or Sundays for I don't know from the time I was born till eighteen. It, it was foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fireworks, yeah or not? Nah? I'm a yeah. I was a yeah until last year when I had to like hug my dog for two yeah. hours. That, that can that can turn it around. I'm yeah, but no longer like in my backyard. I I wouldn't mind watching them, but uh, yeah, I'm a yeah. I like watching them once in a while. Andy likes to watch. You heard yeah. it here first. I love to watch. I guess I'm a yeah, but I could see other people's beef with it. Yep. I used to love uh, fireworks when I was a kid, like maybe till I was like 11 or 12, maybe 13, and then since then I just don't care. Like they don't even they're not interesting to me at all. I do like the fireworks where, like, especially if you go to like Disney or someplace like really good, like they do fireworks that form into some sort of shape, like a mm-hmm. star or a. Yeah. 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 Yar. The best fireworks we ever saw was at Niagara Falls because they set them off from the boat, like down in the canyon. So you get like extra reverberation. Ooh. It was really, and then they like, they open up like right at eye level. It's pretty cool. Just got snakes and sparklers. <laughs> That's snakes. what Dominic did. Uh, Smokey the Bear, yeah or nah? Uh, I'm a yeah. 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 Only you can decide. How could you be a nah? Some people are. How could you be pro forest fire? Barry's looking something up. You are, particularly <laughs> with the Sam Elliott voice now. But. Is he really the voice of Smokey? Yar. Ah. What about Hootie the Owl with the Tootsie Roll Pops? Nah. I'm a nah too. Nah. He's he's pompous. He's really sort of mean. And you know, I think he's playing a trick on that kid he saying it's three licks. Candy from children, yeah. Yeah. And I mean the whole licking thing in front of a kid, it's weird. In uh-huh. a in a phallus shaped uh candy. The <laughs> Indian that would cry when you throw out trash, yeah or nah. What? Yeah. Nah, exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You don't remember that? You don't remember the the commercial? Yeah, at the time you are. It's 
Yeah. The Indian would shed a tear because everybody was throwing garbage everywhere. He'd be standing on like a side of a hill looking over the road and somebody would throw out something and then he would just close up and you'd pan to him. Go Google it. Tear running down his eye. Look at Adrian doesn't know either. Look at that face. Do podcasts show faces because Adrian looks confused? Or she has to go to the bathroom. One or the other. I figure you would know that, Carol, being from Midwestern, red hot Midwestern states. That's it. Maybe that was yeah. the year we didn't Scott. have TV. No, yeah. he's got it now. I don't know. Huh. Um, I'm curious that this is an actual question now. Who would win in the fight? No, I don't have a fight yet. I do have fights. Do you? Oh. Does one of them involve Uncle Sam? Kind of. Good. All right. Well, I'll ask one question, then we'll do that one. I did have a fight. It was sort of based on something we talked about last week. I think we talked about it actually, but we we wanted to save it for the air. Who'd win in a fight, Bert or Ernie? All right. Mm. I was trying to think of a way that I could hurt Ernie. Bert's just so angry. I could just picture him taking it out on Ernie. I could see which Bert. he probably does take it out. If yeah. you know what I mean. I think Bert but, could kill him. Yeah. And I don't mean that. I mean, yes, I, I agree that he has a, a temper. Yeah. I don't see there's any way that Ernie. I, mean, I can't relate because I'm so even keeled, but I can see it in his eyes. Yeah. Well, Bert's got longer arms. True. And Barry's all about things with long arms. Bert. He was Bert as well. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. He's Bert. Bert. Anyone else want to chime in? Totally Bert. Not speaking to the microphone when you say it. Totally Bert. No Ernie fans. I, I didn't say I'm not an Ernie fan. No one has anything to add to that. Ernie's too sweet. Bert. I mean, he's yeah. all about the rubber yeah. ducky. He'd be like, yeah, you can beat me, Bert. Sure, <laughs> if it makes you feel better. Oh, that actually feels good, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> now pull my hair. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, you're going off the fact that Bert has flat top. And that cone head and those angry eyebrows. Yeah. There could be a reason that Ernie is in such a peaceful and zen-like state. Because for all we know, he stacking bodies back in the day. And all it will take is one thing for Bert to trigger him, and he will just go absolutely primal on him and cuts him like a bitch. I feel like Ernie identified with one of them. I identify with both of them. (laughs) Maybe that's why Bert's so angry, because Ernie just rules the roost. Hmm. No, Ernie's the bottom. I, I, I have some appreciation <laughs> for Ernie of that. Exactly, Barry. Ernie just realizes that things are fucked up, and to a large part, he tries to go with the flow and be nice with everybody, which I do think is a thing that's missing nowadays. It's tough times, but people are less and less inclined to get to know each other. I mean, we do live in two different countries now, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are in a cold civil war. What uh, What do you think is the name of the two countries? Ooh, that's a great question. It's funny you mentioned it. There was this book called, uh, I have to look it up, but it was about, it is about if ethnography and the demographics of the country that there were kind of different bands where different people lived based on where they immigrated from. Yeah. So 
the South might not be necessarily the South. New England might not necessarily be New England. I'm just trying to remember the name of the book. We'll look it up as I, you discuss. I, I would have multiple answers for this. Yeah, I've got one. Go ahead. Talabaptistan. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Yeah. That's a, I had dumb fuckistan. I don't know why everything ends in stan. <laughs> I was thinking stan <laughs> But then I thought they, they could be called fantasy and reality. Um, they could be called uh, Truth Social and Twitter. No, no, mm-hmm. was taken. That's uh, good. Uh, we could have uh, uh, Gilead and the United States of America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Narnia and uh, America or yeah, Narnia and uh, Earth. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone else? Adrian won't say anything. Do you think it would be like, remember when, um, well, Roe Modell, and Wade, because those are opposites. Cause remember Roe when Art Modell Wade. took the town, took the Browns away, but then like Cleveland got to keep the name of the Browns. Yeah. That's a lot of good. Yeah. Right. Do you think if the U S split into two, like one of the sides would be like, well, we, we've got to be the United States of America. Mm-hmm. There, there was the one probably one. the side that holds tight to what they think the constitution is. I mean, it, it depends. The book is a history of American nations, a history of the 11 regional rival regional cultures of North America. It's a really good book. Um, there's another podcast by, I forgot what his name is, uh, called It Could Happen Here that actually goes through the idea of what happened if we went full on civil war again, which would be regionalized conflict. And that tends to track with like the, the academic literature on it. As for names, nobody's gotten into that. I think somebody called one referred to him as dominionist for like your ultra hardcore religious. I wonder if we would gravitate towards like the same, what they call the hunger games. Mm. Districts. The, the districts. Do you think they would like gravitate towards the districts? You read the books. Each district was basically a certain culture, yeah. culture segment. Lumberjacks. What do you think the flags would be? You'd have a cross on one. You'd have a rainbow on another. Yeah. You would have yeah. the American flag and some derivation on it on another. Yeah. Um, the don't tread on me. I think would be there prominent. Might be another Gasden. Yeah. Would one have a face of Bradley Cooper? Oh, we'd move there. <laughs> <laughs> would one just have a truck on it or, or an F one or? car that you guys would be in right i i heard that uh howard stern's running for president and he's got bradley cooper as his vice president yeah i heard that announcement mm-hmm. i can't support him well he, he didn't have beetle beetlejuice is dead so he can't be his vice did he die wait what beetlejuice is dead a long time no sir he just doesn't come on the show anymore all right let me look this up. barry's looking barry's it up looking it up fun fact or high-pitched eric if a high-pitched eric was I pitch Eric would be a funny vice president. Yep. So fun fact, I share an alma mater with Howard Stern. And the year I graduated, our president nominated himself to be our speaker at graduation. And so everybody got mad. And so we signed a petition to get Howard Stern to be our graduation speaker. I did sign the petition. And did he come? Uh, he was willing to, but they basically, you know, they, the people in power shut it down. The man shut it down. He yeah. is still alive. I thought he died. No, he's alive. They shock jock blocked him. Beal Juice is alive. He went the way already. See Scott, and you said you had nothing. <laughs> Look at how proud Carol is. 
Oh, we're surprised. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I was going to say surprise. You know what it's like? It's like when you're watching your kid try to ride a bike and he finally rides down the street. He's like, I'm so proud of you, Scott. You finally did it. I feel like there should be like a greeting card for this kind of thing. Oh, there's expectations, buddy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So I, I had a fun segment we could do, but I don't know. I don't want to do it without Barry here. Uh, I also had, what's, was there ever a movie you saw in a theater that you walked out on? No. 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 Hmm. See, we're getting, what, we're getting to something here. What about Bob? You walked out on, what about Bob? Yeah. I hated that. Well, I, yeah. I was on a date. I was on a first date in college. And um, the girl I was with hated it. Oh, it's one of my and favorite so, movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have a huge problem with it, but she hated it. And she's like, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, you got to tell, tell me twice. Even more so, I quote it all the time. And everybody in the household looks at me like, what the fuck are you saying? You know, like I always say, I'm going on a vacation for myself. You need to write a book, Andy. Then you put it all on a bookshelf and you'd be like, there's this groundbreaking new book. And it's like he's searching for the one. Oh, here it is. Yes. Baby steps. Baby steps towards the door. Adrian, you had something to say? I, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was two garbage collectors. I feel like Emilio Estevez might have been. And Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was uh Free Throw Men. Work, nope. Working Men? I think, I think it was Working Men. Yep. Yeah. Or Men at Work or something like that. Men anyway, yeah, I, I actually did walk out of the theater. Barry's looking it up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> We can hear you clicking. Is that a mechanical keyboard, Barry? Yeah. And it worked, Dave. It is. You had it right. And it worked. Yeah, I got something right this week. Talking to the microphone, Dave. Don't make me yell anymore. I I, I can't do it. Uh, So what else does anybody have? I thought with all these people here, we would get such great material. I've got something for Barry. I think it's sure to lift your spirits, Barry, now that you've been sick. Yep. So, um, you know, everybody knows that Barry is a, he's into amphibians. Huge into amphibians, usually, and apparently great apes also, but uh, yeah, only in the you know intimate way. At least female ones. The female ones, yeah. So I thought we'd let you show off your uh, your amphibian knowledge, because um, I'm oh. not as mean as the the other mean girls here. We're gonna warm you up. We're gonna give you a few um, a few amphibians to identify first before I make you uh, replicate the sounds. So, are you ready? I'm going to have to hold it up Are the you, mic here. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to throw, you know, a wet blanket on your party, but it's going to be really hard to hear my amphibian noises over the phone. No, no, oh, no. You sound great. Oh, <laughs> it might actually help you. <laughs> so we're going to give, get you started. I'm going to give you one here and then you, you name it. We'll see. We'll, okay. s- we'll start easy. I think you'll recognize this one. That's Joe when he's about to throw up. <laughs> I thought that was from uh, a porn. <laughs> Any idea, Barry? Um, I mean, it sounds like frogs of some kind. <laughs> and you don't want to, and don't, you're embarrassing yourself in front of Carol. <laughs> it's really hard to hear, believe it or not. Oh. Should we cut I, it until I know. we can be in, in person? 
Yeah, maybe we'll save it till you're in person then. So that you don't have, that, so you don't have an excuse. But it basically like sounds like this. familiar. We could do one with the Star Wars sounds at some point too. All right, All right we'll, we'll save it. So study up on your Ohio frogs. By the way, my kids, I was playing some of these before we came over here and they were still able to nail them from five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. I, ha- I have a good couples question since everybody's here. Dave, you can, you and Mike nervous. can be a couple for this. All right. It's okay. You don't have to be nervous. I was going to pick somebody. I'd pick uh, Dave. And I guess yeah. you do need some context. Who here has seen Severance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you guys haven't seen it. Barry, have you seen it? No. Okay. Well, the basic concept of the show is that, uh, you go to work and because, uh, they have separated your work personality from your home personality. So you, when, once you get into work, you're, you don't remember anything about your personal life. And then when you leave work, your personal life takes over and you don't remember what happened at work. So my question is, if you were in a severance type situation and just saying that maybe at work you worked with Emma Stone and she asked you to dinner and she gave you maybe, hey, can we get a nightcap? Wink, wink. Um, and you also had like a wife at home, but the, you didn't know about each other because you, your work and your personal life were separated. Would that be cheating? I'm feeling a little deja vu. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm having flashbacks. And in this show, just like a fancier take on Ben Affleck's paycheck, which was kind of the same principle, where uh, they mind wiped him after he did projects. But you're you're asking about a movie nobody saw. <laughs> what about you, Adrian? What do you think? I personally would have such high intuition that I would not feel interested in anyone else. So I would assume the same. So I haven't watched the show. I'm just going to cut that out. Personalities truly always separated because it's the same person. You you develop different personalities a little bit too. Like, like one of the guys, uh, he, uh, he's, uh, trying to think which one's best. One of them has a kid at home, but at work, I, I was under the impression he did not, he felt like he was like a swing, like a, you know, bachelor. And you truly have no connection with what's going on at work and home because I think the answer is contextualized on. You're two different people, basically. Like the people at work don't even remember sleeping. Did I mention the part where Emma Stone's the person who wants to hit on you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my position on this is still the same. It's okay. I'm all about a nightcap with Emma Stone. <laughs> Scott well, so the Carol. question is, was it cheating? <laughs> if you don't know about your wife, it, then it's not because you're right. You're unaware. Furthermore, if your personal self had Emma Stone on your list, then it wouldn't <laughs> be cheating anyway. Oh, I really like Carol. You're talking about like state of mind for crime. I don't think it is. If every if if going off of what you're explaining the show to be. It's truly how it operates, then it probably isn't. But then the circumstances would change if you found out that you did it. Your personal side found out that you did it. Uh, oh, I then agree. You're kind of on notice. I agree. This is why you're my spouse. You make perfect sense. I think you need to stop fishing for loopholes. <laughs> Listen, He's I'll keep asking, asking the question, question in a different way every week till everybody agrees with me. What well, if I do have one problem with this though? Because if Emma Stone asks you for a nightcap, but you can't actually leave work, then 
how are you ever actually going to, unless you do it at work? And that's kind of creepy. Do these guys do oh, yeah. work trips and stuff under these separate nope. personalities? No, they never leave. Yeah. There was the uh, five-minute music exchange, though, or whatever that was. So yeah. you could dance with her there and share some cake or something. Yeah, I'd share some cake. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm behind on my <laughs> Apple TV shows here. Well, and I suggest you catch up. <laughs> I'm going to watch For All Mankind first. Barry. What if, what if other universe, Andy? Yes. Multiverse Andy. Uh-oh. Multiverse Andy. Just hap- that happened to be watching this Andy poop, which we talked about on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. What if Multiverse Andy had a nightcap with Wednesday? Talking to the mic. Is yeah. that cheating? Why are you looking at me? Because you're the only one that has a problem with it. I- I've got enough clips of Adrian's voice now to Was get her to say whatever Andy I need her to say. Single. Multiverse Andy's Andy. Yeah. Yeah, he's single. Well, then it's not. If In it's the sense that uh, ah. it's on his top five that he just made up, and that he keeps changing. He keeps in his phone. So it's all set. Barry, uh, I want I want to break. I want to break down Cheryl's. Com- uh, I'm sorry, Carol's comment for a yeah. second. Yeah. Okay, so Carol, you said hypothetically Emma Stone's on, you know, in this case, Scott's list, right? Well, we were talking Andy's list. Yeah, my list. Oh, okay. I don't think Emma Stone's on Scott's list. I had to Google who she is. <laughs> okay. Hey, Barry, for, for the record. Bradley Stone. Could you hear that buzzer? What, what buzzer? Can you hear the buzzer? No. Let me Let me play it one more time. No, no, I didn't hear it. Damn it! Well, then I, I don't. Well, anyway, want, I don't want to play the Barry okay. song. Man. <laughs> let me fin- let me finish my thought about yeah. okay Andy's list. Okay, so I, I, in this hypothetical scenario, Andy works with Emma Stone, and she just happens to be on his list. Yes, right. That that's yeah. cheating. That's like that's like that's like me saying uh, my wife's sister is on my list. Mm. You don't is understand your, the list. Is your wife's? Yeah, no, I, I get who's, what you're saying there, Barry. who's your wife's sister? <laughs> and one, do you have a picture of her? And two, <laughs> is it okay if I put her on my list? <laughs> but I thought no, that was my, the my, definition my, of the list. Yeah, the definition of the list well, is someone that you don't like. You you have no access to. You can't it, put someone on your list that you work with. But 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 in this oh. case, you you your work personality and your home personality are separate you don't know each other you're different people. i know but i know but carol said but if emma stone's on your list well yeah we had yeah but, mm-hmm. but in this hypothetical scenario you work with emma stone i wouldn't put but her on he my doesn't list no his personal self doesn't know that he works with emma stone so emma stone could be on his list right emma stone that would be on a multiverse andy's list now that would be an amazing coincidence oh but they happen all the time. Okay. We'll talk about it again next week. I'll, I'll give it a different spin. Hey, along those lines, which, which Spider-Man girlfriend from the three universes do you think's hotter? Zendaya. Zendaya, Kristen. I, I, I don't like Kristen Dunst at all. Me either. Is she the one that has chiclets for teeth? Yes. 
Oh, she's the one who was in interview with. Got. I, yes, or she was in interview with a vampire. Right, that's all I think of her as a little girl from Interview with a Vampire. Well, and then Emma Stone was one of them. She was. Yep. Yes. You're not making a good case for yourself, Andy. I I can't help who Spider Man's girlfriends were. I can't control that. I'm saying you should have said it was Emma Stone. I know. I know what. You. I, I know what trap you were trying to set for me. I know what you're trying to do. It's a trap. Okay. Uh, that's what we wanted to hear, Barry. Now we're really yeah. glad you're not here. Okay, so I can't laugh. And throws in a whole bunch of different questions. They sever things. Like, what if your work personality kills somebody? Is it murder? Well, it's still murder when you're at work. Because you murdered someone, but when you go home, doo, 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 doo. oh, what happened to my neighbor? <laughs> That's terrible. He got murdered. I liked him. Well, obviously, we're going to need to watch this show. All right. Well, Put it we, on the list. Did we lose Dominic? It, morning, it does move a little slow, but it's worth it. Because we, we, we could do random facts with Dom. Slow. I don't know. Here. Sorry, who's the director of that? I don't know, but Adam Scott is the it's, main actor. Yeah, right. It's um, is it Ben Stiller? It's been ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And ben, like I saw something else that Ben Stiller did, and it was really he did slow, Escape from Danamora, which was also pretty plodding along. Yeah, the Severance yeah. did not was not slow to me. It's hard really? to see any Adam Scott show without his character from Step Brothers saying. I haven't had a carb since 1994. You wouldn't recognize him in this. He's he's like it's it, there done was a phenomenal a job. And then there was the community, and it sounds like this one is an even worse. Is it a serious show? Is yes, it a satirical show. But it, it a it's it's a, I would show? classify it black comedy. Nice, yeah. yeah, subtle, but like the boys, but less gross and a little bit more story to it. Way more story. Joe, you're caught up on the boys, right? Do oh, not. Yeah. We can't talk oh, about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I told Dominic Great today. episode said, this week. If we don't watch the boys together in the next day, um, you're cut out. You get it, yeah. You're cut out. You got to do it, man. Um, so, yeah, I do have a song about Barry, but it would be sad to play it without him here. Um, in that case, I had something amazing for Barry, too, but we'll just wait. Yeah. I do have a really bad commercial. I might just add it in later. It's for Slim Chicken's spinoff called Pimp Chickens. <laughs> I mean, I could play it, but Barry can't hear it. It's so sad. I did have another thing. So we've done a lot of things with uh, impressions. We had Joe do uh, uh, you know, character impressions and we had Scott do his truck noises and we were going to do Barry and this. I am a master impressionist, by the way. You oh. guys did not know this. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Here is Todd from my eighth grade. Hi, I'm Todd. I'm in eighth grade. That's exactly how he sounded. Just so you know. <laughs> Thank you. Here's the, the cashier from Heinen's the other day. Will that be all, hon? Perfect. Wow. Exactly wow. how she sounded. Um, Emma Stone. Um, hey, you free for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one coming. <laughs> And one more. Rue. Woof. Woof. Pretty good, right? Wow. Impressions with Andy. Amazing. <laughs> Look at him checking off his list. If, if I were your spouse, <laughs> and I'd check that off. If I were Adrian, I would be giving you that same adoring look I gave Scott earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
She was. She looked like. Oh, I hope he falls off his bike. <laughs> what along those same lines? Like, what is a sound you think you make that you think it's like a spot on, like a sound? Like you know, like oh, I maybe you do a trumpet. You're like, I think I do a pretty good trumpet, or like a cat or a dog or like. Hmm. Does anybody have a sound that they think they make? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a panda. Barry was paying attention. He would have. He was like, "Damn it! I should have been paying attention." Uh, I want I, I, I got two comments I want to make. Number one, Andy, when uh, last week Scamio was hilarious. That was your. I think it was some of your best work. Oh, thank you. That was outstanding. I actually laughed out loud for that. Hey, you know what? And then the before other, you go on, uh, I, that was probably the quickest commercial I ever did too. So thank you. It was amazing. And also, um, you guys remember that cartoon Speed Buggy? Yep. I do an amazing speed buggy. Okay, I want to hear that because I know exactly what speed buggy sounds like. Let's do it next time because it, it, it's not going to come through over the phone. Okay. I, I can't wait to hear this next episode. It's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> I will tell you, I, it? I think I do a lot of things well. Like I'm like, oh, I, I do amazing British accent, you know, and then I, I watch people and I'm like, mm. Maybe it's not so good. Or Southern accent. I think, yeah, I've nailed the Southern accent. No I want to hear your Southern accent. I want to hear your Southern accent. I've got a truck, uh, a rifle, and I like eating squirrels. See? Spot <laughs> on. like a bad impersonation <laughs> of me. All right, I did you. <laughs> uh, but now, you, son, is that what you would call a blind side? I say, I say. Oh, uh, oh I think that Mike could do Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, he can. Yeah. Let's we hear did it. That. We did. We did it on Mint Julep episode. Yeah. It's really not that much of a stretch. Was it Mark Durbin said? <laughs> no, it's not. Is, is, is Kentucky like the fourth? The fourth come up? Oh, I say there is only one true Commonwealth, and that is the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Yeah. I say. I say. What's this little chicken hawk doing? Loved Foghorn Leghorn. So when are you going to do the Foghorn Leghorn? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> he, Mike can't hear you, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I like the, or the fortunately. talking about the fireworks injuries. I was just thinking in my mind that, hey, y'all watch this. It can apply to anybody, yeah. not just male or female. Hey, y'all watch this can afflict everyone. Well, That's like a PSA for fireworks awareness. Well, you're talking to the idiot who did bottle rocket fights. So, you know, Dave, do you have something for us? Because I feel like you've been pretty quiet. I do a pretty good Bob Dylan. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Right. Everybody close your eyes. How many roads must a man walk down? Oh, you call him a man. That's all. Now, pretty good. Of- Wait, could wow. you do Bob Dylan, like, trying to figure out which bus to take? <laughs> He's in New York. Should I get on the 49 West? Oh, will it take me uptown? I'm lost. I'm trying to get to this, but I can't find the little bus. That's a great song. It is, but I don't know the lyrics. I'm ashamed to say. Spot on, man. I watch like you know. I was trying to think who else talks really unintelligible. Maybe Tom Waits and Bob Dylan having a conversation together. (laughs) You know. Uh, Anyways. That was that was good though. I like that. But did you have a question, Dave? No, I came in totally unprepared. I have a question. I mean, yes. sorry. Let me take that back. It's been a busy week. 
Yeah. Hold on. Cause I think Barry might also think that. I've had a busy week. Oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> Go ahead, Carol. Okay. So things that you're good at. Do you ever make a dish, like make something to eat and you're like, oh my God, that is so good that like if I went to a restaurant, I would brag on the restaurant or if somebody else made it, I would be like, you have to try Adrian's. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like, do you, but like you can't really brag on yourself because you made it, but like it's still so awesome. Spoiler alert, Carol made crawfish etouffee with fried catfish for lunch today, and it was fantastic. I feel like I've had that. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. Yeah. We had it for Christmas dinner. Yeah. I would would say, I think I make a pretty darn good meatloaf, and I'm really good at making wings. I mean, I know that's not, you can get good wings anywhere, but I feel like mine are just as good as any restaurant you go to. And pizza now. Uh, a, a Philly cheese, oh. steak and cheese pizza, I think we've mastered. Yeah, I agree on your Philly steak. I'm going to start selling them. Scott what makes an make amazing Joe? corn pudding. That night you had Debbie and me over. What did you make? It was amazing. Beef Wellington? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Beef Wellington. Go ahead and brag on your Beef Wellington. Well, my problem there is she's like, well, you can't brag about it. I was like, well, first I can brag about anything. Cause I always like talking about how awesome I am. And then secondly, I make a lot of good stuff. <laughs> you do your fricadillies are amazing. Fricadillies, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, your, your, Chicken noodle soups. Your Christmas Eve dinner is always, or brunch is always amazing. Yeah. Forget your mint julep. A mint julep. So I would, I'd love to open up a restaurant as long as I wouldn't have to be in charge of anything except occasionally cooking. <laughs> And I mean occasionally. I totally agree, right? So do they do they have that kind of restaurant? Isn't that sort of your motto for life? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hire. I don't want to like open up. I might close down if I'm feeling up for it. Yeah, I could what's a good motto for that kind of restaurant? Joe's restaurant. Yeah, that's my face there, but you ain't gonna see yeah. me there. I don't even know. You, Who you made the food? Like menu development. Yeah. Like I guess, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's lob, it. Lob Joe's restaurant, yeah, yeah, nah. I'm a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Karen? What do you make that's really good? I don't know. I was just thinking, probably it have to be something that I baked. Cookies is the only thing I can think of. Think. I thought you went out for a second. Was it not talking to the microphone? I would never call you out on that. Oops, I'm sorry. That was me. <laughs> I don't know how that was me. Yeah, but I would say I, I would say your chocolate chip cookies are really good, Karen. Um, and what is it? Oh, your rice. <laughs> That's only because you can't make rice. Oh. You have a disability when it comes to making rice. Karen, you must make us rice. <laughs> yeah. She can make some white rice. <laughs> with some. Well, you have to add the butter and salt yourself, but it's amazing. Thanks so much. How about you, Adrian? I don't know. I haven't been cooking a lot recently, like the last 10 years when I've been working really hard. But um, Monterey chicken is a go-to. Um, what that? It's sort of a Tex-Mex kind of chicken. I'll make it for you some night. And then I stole Andy's lasagna recipe, but that's really good. And then I would say my my one thing that I created, which I haven't made in years, is a Bailey's cheesecake, which was really good. How about you, Barry? 
you know, I, I make a lot of stuff okay. Um, and I don't, I don't know that I make anything that's really, really good. I'd go to the um, restaurant. Yeah. As long as it's price right. <laughs> and the quote was, everything here is okay. <laughs> but nothing. That's great. pretty much it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can cook a whole bunch of different stuff and do it pretty well, but I don't, I don't, I don't really have like a signature dish. All right. Dave? I do a pretty I'm, good chicken paprikash. Actually, you are, I do a very good chicken paprikash. You are a stickler for paprikash. Do yeah. You, do you use chicken thighs in your recipe? Uh, yeah. That's a way to do it. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and it's, it's also, fun to say paprikash. Paprikash, yeah. Yeah. Um, and besides paprikash, although I, was, I really like the paprikash. Um, I do a cabbage and noodles. That's also mm-hmm. pretty good. But you got to wait until the second or third day because the first day it's just not all that great. What goes in the cabbage and noodles? Anything else like cabbage? Like put noodles. ham or sausage or anything there, or just um, cabbage and noodles? Paprika, salt, pepper. Oh. That's it. How and about you? Sausage, if you want. How about you, Michael? I don't think I've ever cooked for any of you guys yet. Uh, barbecue and oh, like big pulled, surprise! Yeah, pulled right. pork and uh, on Ooh. the exotic side, uh, squirrel. Squirrel yeah. on exotic side, squirrel burgoo, which is a gamey stew. If you go with the history of it, uh, crab cakes, salmon cakes, white fish on the grill with panko, uh, white fish dip, normal stuff like steaks. And I don't, I don't like grilling burgers though. I don't think I'm good at that. Uh, right. frog legs, both fried and French style. What's French style? Just a lot of butter and shit. If you go to, have you ever been to Edwin's, like in Shaker Heights? Yeah, we French had restaurants. So they got they got it's just shitload of butter, hmm. just cooked in a shitload of butter. Um, rabbit, possum. Not many people gonna go to that restaurant, but that's all right. I would go to that restaurant. No, you would. Second, you're, you're a good man. Well, that's like gamekeepers, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I would feature Joe. I would feature Joe Turner, mint and juleps yeah. every day. You know what? I would hire you for my restaurant. There you go, and cook on the. Enjoy your food. Just leave me alone. I don't. Joe's restaurant. <laughs> what Joe hasn't shared is his ability to cook. Uh, what are they called? Cicadas. Oh, cicadas! Yeah, nice. Master chef of cicadas. It's amazing how I mastered cicadas, and I only get a chance of what every once every fifteen years. Well, I've got some deer you. flies for you, all oh, cooked geez. up and ready to go. Calf fries. The hell did you eat when we went down to Chinatown before whatever concert it was? Oh, uh, those chicken feet. Chicken feet. Oh, the dim, I, did you guys go to the dim sum place? No, chicken no, they didn't. Great. Ha- they didn't have dim sum at that place. But I had did a friend that said, chicken feet, Dave? "Oh hell no, I am not an inventor." They're, like they're like eating little ribs if you marinate them real well. Well, these are very little ribs. Yep. Yeah, they got it at the way lot. The I think it's the name of the place, the dim sum place downtown. That's awesome. You can get a bowl of tripe to go with it. What about you, Scott? I don't remember you saying anything. You well, just you just told Carol what she makes well, so I mean, we still need to know what Carol thinks she makes well. Oh, the etouffee. Okay, no, he was totally right. That's right. where yeah, it came yeah. from. And then she said mine, which is the corn pudding. I okay, for, like, yeah, that's yeah. true. What's the best scout camp food? Because you do a lot of scout stuff, and I know you're doing big meals. There's got to be like a signature thing you guys do. So the funny thing is, I don't cook all that often at, yeah. at camps. It, um, Nothing, nothing at all. Well, I mean, so, I mean, there's a lot of things, but we'll do, we do a lot of jambalaya. Yeah. Um, cool. I introduced that to our troop and like we have it at practically every uh, camp out. Somebody will make it. Um, it also dehydrates well for backpacking and comes cool. back pretty well. 
Um, so I'll just use a box of Adirans. Um, but I'll do like a, I like to use the. I said Adderall for a second there. <laughs> Go to Go sleep, on. everybody. Yeah, the, the, once those kids get that Adderall. <laughs> I mean, the Robitussin, Xanax, and, and the what? Um, the salt and pepper. Yeah. Uh, I try to keep it pretty salt. simple. Like, you know, I'll do fajitas and cook everything ahead of time. I yeah. just have to warm it up when we get there. Yeah. Um, I'm all about simple. I don't think you should be cutting raw chicken on a camp. So mm-hmm. I think it should be with you cut and cooked ahead of time. Did you have a fight? It did. And to keep them with the U.S. theme, who would win in a fight between Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell? Oh, wow. That's a fight I would love to see. Now you didn't you? I inter- you interned with him, didn't you, Mitch McConnell? Jesus, I've never had a question like that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, a fist fight between those two. I'd say when Biden was Obama's VP, little edge to Biden. Now, I, I'd give I give the edge to Mitch. Because really? he knows how to fight treacherously. Yeah, he's going to fight dirty. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Is McConnell will fight dirty. I think and Biden, Biden will not fight dirty. And McConnell will have a sniper in the background taking Biden out. <laughs> Biden will fall asleep halfway through. But don't you think like Biden could just grab that chicken thing hanging down from his neck it's and the just turtleneck? Yeah. Just like, the turtle just like neck. lead him around somehow. But I also think that Mr. McConnell can just go into his turtle shell and um, avoid. The, um, turtle always wins the race over. Oh, that is true. Then my other one was, so you guys think Mitch McConnell, huh? I do too. I, I can't say no on that one. Yeah. I'm no. kind of obligated. But I did say, back in when Biden was Obama, Obama yeah. VP. When he was I trying to keep up with Obama. Give him an edge. Yeah. I give him an edge on that. And then the other one was AOC and then that Lauren Bobbert. Bobert. Lauren Bobert packing gat. She blasts holes in that. No, AOC. this is just hand to hand. I'd still put the edge on Bobert. Really? I, I I don't know. AOC to me is another one of those people who, if you corner them, is just gonna go feral on you. Plus, you've you seen her dance video which yeah. she when she was younger. Yeah. But she got some boobs. Not he, knocking, not knocking the bartender history, but she probably knows how to handle handle herself dealing with BS. But if you remember Joe's video of fighting, I th- I think she'd be like a spider monkey. Oh, yeah, just all over. You know, I pictured. The, other lady. Already. Oh, Here, oh, are yeah. you Googling you the answer for us? Over. I picture being like, come on, do it fair. And then, you know, like sitting up like, you know, put up your dukes. And then AOC just go on spider monkey. Yeah. All right. So Lauren, Lauren Bobert is 5'4 and weighs a buck 32. All right. AOC has got to be taller, right? I'm looking. Gotta be. This is our bear, intern Barry. Yeah. Researching all of us. He's fact checking us. Well, we don't want to call I mean, him our intern. We, what's, what's we know what happens to our interns. What's the martial background? Some Bobert had the restaurant where all the servers carried guns. Reasonable to think they do have survivalist tendencies. So maybe she's done some hand to hand CQB stuff. Didn't she grow up like kind of in a rough situation? Yeah. Rougher than Kid Rock. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, kind of, I don't know much on AOC. What's AOC? Now, I, give, I still give credit. You work, a, you're a bartender and you're female. You're dealing with BS. You can't knock that. You can't count that out. So how tall is so, AOC? She's an inch shorter. Ooh. Um, this is pretty pervy. She does have, uh, apparently larger bra size. <laughs> AOC does. <laughs> well, uh, it sounds like a fembot. 
Well, who's hotter? Because I guess that would decide who wins, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely decide yeah. who voting for or, or, or rooting for. And to me, AOC is way hotter. But... I think so, too. I agree. That's a good fight, man. Bring back celebrity deathmatch on MTV. But for real, good ideas. Why can't you know? Maybe we should be settling more arguments just by having people fight. We'll drink, or both. Yeah, I like you know the old style. Maybe put them in a ring, and that you throw one weapon in, and whoever gets to it first has the advantage. Can't we just do the old fashioned draws? Yeah, you mean the duels. The duels. Yeah. Well, because we should be uh, stick to what our founding fathers wanted. Right. Exactly. Um, I agree. We've gotten we've gotten off course, America. Well, as soon as we got rid of duels, this this country went downhill. Fun fact: in Kentucky, if you whether you're a lawyer or you're an elected official, when you do the oath of office, you have to swear that you've never participated in a duel, or that you acted as a second, or you can't be anywhere in the chain between the two parties in a duel of either being a participant or carrying the message to the duel. That's really? Otherwise, fact, you're not allowed to serve office. Still, still to this day. Uh huh. Because think about who was from Kentucky: you had Henry Clay, who lost a couple of duels against one of his like literal duels. He took shot to the leg, and then you think about uh, I'm trying to think who else from Kentucky. But yeah. So one of my original ideas for today was we would like. Do a whole bunch of segments at once and like pretend like we only ever got together like twice. So it'd be like, okay, we're going to do the, what's that smell? And I was going to have everybody go around and go, Oh, that's paprika. Oh, that's this. And then I'd be like, okay, now the next one we're going to do is, uh, taco sauce. And we'd be like, Hmm, I can't quite place it. And we just go around and do like five, but kind of like the game shows where like, right. Record do five at once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got, we got an hour worth of. Gold going on right now. What already? Yep. But I did want to take a couple minutes towards the end just to uh, <laughs> talk about supporting people who aren't like you and trying to like see the other side of the story. And this, this is a. As serious as I'll ever get on a podcast. Um, can you put a fart noise back in, please? Hey, give me a second. Let me pick a good one. I got 20. Say ones. Dave was looking like. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. go. Sorry. Um, Barry, we miss having you. I'm sorry I flaked out at you the last minute, but, uh, you know, probably better safe than sorry. Um, no problem. I would still like us to get together and plot out some stuff and. I've got some funny parody songs I wanted to do. Like Joe, I made one to my Sharona called My Cremaster. Um, <laughs> but I, I could use the skills of Barry on that. And I still owe Joe and Scott and Davey a parody song because I've done Barry and I, I'm not going to play it until he's back here so I can see his joyous face when he hears how great it is. Um, so I'd just like to go around and, and see if anybody has any parting thoughts. And of course, I'll get the last word in because it's Andy's, uh, Indian friends when nature calls blindsided 3.0 um, at very this point. special episode very special episode Adrian I don't have a lot of parting thoughts just always happy to see friends Karen I don't have any either I don't see any parting thoughts. Joe well <laughs> no um I'm just saying now I think about it I have not had a gin and tonic since I last saw Barry 
Me neither. I poured one out for him. So my liver for, for my homie and myself <laughs> miss you, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to getting together again. That'll be good. I don't know when that's going to be. That will be um, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, unless you're not here. <laughs> uh, right. I think it will be, as far as I know. I actually, uh, as I've told these guys, I am good not going to the studio if there's other days and times that work for everybody. And I mean everybody uh, who wants to come on. Although you do know I, I like to keep it to four, but today I thought it was a very special episode. And I wanted Thank as you. many people to come as possible. Um, so I am... Fine with that. If Thursdays at five is going to be trouble in the future, then we'll we'll discuss it. Scott, he blew, he, 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 he blew his load on the he blew his load on the shock jock block. Scott, you know what I'm going to do with that silence? I'm going to go back in the episode, find that that funny little thing you did, and I'm going to put it right there. Thank you. Appreciate the support. All right, as promised. I did reinsert Scott's joke here, although I left in the silence because it was too funny. A shock jock blocked him. Carol? Uh, be kind. Mr. Walker? Um, because I think I'm the only guy at the table here who's in the service on 4th of July. I might disagree with you, and you might be on my list of people I want to curb stomp. Because I don't really have the list like the Emma Stone. I have a list of people I want to beat the shit out of. But I'll never do it because we live in an ordered society. No matter how much I disagree with you, I will always do my damnedest to protect you. Thank you, and thank you for your service. I got absolutely nothing. I, uh, <laughs> I had a busy week. <laughs> I, I, thinking back on it, I'm like, why did Dave even come? Boy, he, he could have called in. I'm glad Dave was here. I was like, because he called it in. Barry, how about you? You're getting. I got a bu- You got. You Go got the last word today. I have a bunch of stuff that I want to talk about from my trip to Disney and having COVID, and I want to make a bunch of comments on last week's episode. Uh, but um, I, I'm going to save it because it just it's not that great over the phone. Okay. Well, then uh, we'll just say we miss you and we'll talk off and get back together. And everybody, I hope you had a great fourth because this is going to come out after the fourth. And uh, uh, this fireworks were spectacular. Oh, my God. The food was so good. I drank so many beers. Oh, I can't eat another hot dog.